everyone, it's Hafsa here and welcome to the second episode of the That's a Plan podcast. I'd originally planned for this episode to be about careers and what we think of them, how they've changed over the years, but with everything going on at the moment, I thought it would probably be better to do something a little bit more relevant um, and something that I think is definitely important. Um, so the careers episode will be coming out a little bit later. Today on this episode, I want to talk about how to spot or the importance of spotting fake claims or unvalidated claims. As we spend more time in this COVID-19 pandemic, we are going to see an increase in claims that help or apparently cure the virus that's going around. Um, And I think that's just really important that we be really careful about what information we listen to, what we try, and of course, what we pass on to other people. It's important that we work together as communities um, and as a large global community to ensure that we're not spreading false information, um, not because it's it's incorrect, um, but also in cases like this, we simply don't know a lot of information about the virus and it can actually have quite harmful consequences. So if you're sharing something that isn't validated or is just true, you know, false um, news, then it can actually mean that someone is harmed instead of made better like the claim has said to do. I've volunteered for some time for an organisation called Sense About Science and they have an Ask for Evidence campaign. So this is something I've been involved with for probably just over a year now and something I'm really quite passionate about and it's about looking for evidence in claims that are made, whether that's, you know, new diets or policies or anything like that um, and it's it's actually about how to ask for evidence and how to go about getting the right evidence and making sure that that evidence provided is verified um, and it's just it's a guide about how to do that um, and it's I think it's especially important in the time that we're in today. Um, so they're a really good organisation and I think it's really you know if you need help on how to ask for evidence or how to go around spotting it they would be a good starting point Um, and they also have some really really great fun activities for kids which with kids being off school I think would be really good Um, and they have something called the evidence hunter packs so I will tag them on Instagram and I'll have a link to them on the that's a plan blog as well so I'm trying to keep this one and this episode shorter than episode one I think that went on for about half an hour maybe so I'm gonna hopefully stick to the maybe 15 minutes that I had originally planned for um and I'm gonna go into some of the things to look out for so the first thing I think if you see a claim that's been passed around or someone said something or you've got a message on whatsapp or someone's forwarded a picture on I don't know another messaging service or you've seen something that's been shared on Facebook or Instagram, then the first point I think would be trying to check the source. This is really important because there I have there are and I have seen and experienced a lot of truly bogus claims just flying around. Um and finding out where its true source came from, so where this had originated from, can help distinguish whether or not it's authentic. Um and also being just because something is all over social media or WhatsApp or messaging services, it doesn't 
make it count as a variable and reliable source. So definitely if you see something, if someone forwards you something, a message, ask where it's come from. Um, If they don't know, then maybe disregard it um, or try and figure out if it's something that you're quite interested in. Um, But don't just take it all on face value because we're not, we're living in quite uncertain times right now. Um, so if it's things that's come from like a friend of a friend of a friend whose brother works in a hospital and it's not verifiable in meaning that you can't find out that you can't find out who that person that works in a hospital is, or that information isn't found on reputable sources like, um, the NHS websites or the World Health Organization websites, then it's most likely not true. Um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything, um, that the message says to do so I wouldn't you know have the concoction that it's telling you to to take but I also wouldn't necessarily pass it on to other people because even though you have come to the you know the conclusion that you don't think it's real if you've passed on someone else could possibly not come to that conclusion um and try it and then end up in quite a detrimental or harmful so um situation so definitely don't be forwarding stuff that you can't verify and if someone has forwarded you something that you can't verify or they can't verify maybe ask them to send out another message to just say this isn't verified or you know just just make sure that the people that are getting the information are aware that it's coming from somewhere that they're not sure where it's originated from um so this uh coronavirus um, is a virus and as a rule antibiotics don't work on viruses they treat bacterial infections um, and the two are different so if you have stuff where you know the information is telling you to treat this infection take an antibiotic it's probably not true because as a general rule um, antibiotics do not work on viruses um, and the two are wholly different things so those are I think some of the pointers I would have for looking at the negatives of finding information around COVID um, and in this time. But there are some really, really great places where you can find good information um, about symptoms or what you should do if you suspect that you have symptoms of um, COVID. And I think two of the places I would really start would be the World Health Organization and NHS information sites. So because I'm in the UK or British Isles, I would look for the UK NHS and then also look at my local NHS to see um, what the advice is being given currently where I live. Um, So research into this coronavirus has been made freely available. So you can also get information through journal articles and papers. Um, These are a little confusing to understand if you're not used to reading them. And especially at first glance, the the information can kind of look a bit sporadic because I think as scientists, we're not really, we don't really write like a novel. We write as scientists and um, it can be quite, the languages can be quite confusing to understand. Um, and the information that you actually need can be a bit confusing to um, extract from an article or a paper. But the information in there is can be really useful. And if you have any questions around it, I'm 
I'm, you know, always happy to help. So just if you think you've seen a paper or if you'd like some papers to read, just maybe out of curiosity, maybe if it's not even related around, you know, this, this virus, but you just, this has sparked an interest for something, let me know. Um, and if you want an idea of where to start or something that I find interesting, then I'm happy to send that to you as well. Um, I think it's really important that we're doing everything in our power to stay safe. That means not going out unless essential, avoiding crowds um, and avoiding creating crowds, making sure that we're taking care of other aspects of our health so that we don't over overload our healthcare systems with avoidable injuries. So like, don't go out speed racing on the roads because you could cause an accident, um, which would mean that you would need to go to accident and emergency or emergency services um, and that could have an impact on your health and it could have an impact on the resources as well um, if you've never tried DIY um, or never used any of the tools don't do it without supervision I guess just make sure that you're being you're taking precautions and you're not doing anything completely unnecessary that could cause an injury that is avoidable because you know our healthcare systems um and our healthcare services are just working so hard and they're working under so much of pressure and um, are quite under-resourced at the moment and we don't want to overload them with situations and injuries and illnesses that they don't have to be dealing with right now. One of the other things we can do is make sure that we're not passing on false information because it could be a situation where we make things worse instead of making them better even though that that was the intention um of passing on the information and of course there's going to be stuff going around and everyone's trying to help and trying to alleviate symptoms in whatever way possible um and it's just important that we are really looking at what we're sending and what we are publicizing because we don't want the wrong stuff to go out there and we don't want the wrong information and misinformation and false news to to take hold and make it worse make the situation that we're in worse make symptoms worse make um our own abilities or our own bodies um, and our own abilities make them less able to cope with the virus should we um should we get it so this has been like much shorter than the last episode that I did but it's just a little tidbit of information and it's something that I kind of wanted to slot in before talking about the careers um, and doing that episode because I think it's really important especially that we have been in this situation for a few weeks now and it looks like we are going to be in it for quite a bit longer um, and of course with time comes the de- the development of information um which means that we might get information out of reputable sources that are a bit different to what we're used to seeing um but we also will get information that is just completely false coming from non-reputable and non-verifiable um sources and it's just making sure that those ones get nipped in the bud and that we don't spread them around too much to too many too many different communities too many different um people types of peoples because we just we we don't want to cause any more harm 
than is going around right now. Um, And that's kind of all I have to say on it, apart from if you're not sure about something, then I am 100% available through um, the blog, which is that'saplan.co.uk, or via Instagram, which is that'saplan underscore, and I will answer any questions that you have, and if there's anything in particular that you want or information that you have seen going around, or if there's a claim that seems like it would work, um, but you're not sure, or someone has told you it doesn't work, and you they've not explained why, um, and you maybe want a little bit of an explanation as to why it won't work or why it's false, then yes, definitely send that to me, and I'll be happy to have a look at it. And and you know, if I don't have all of the information because I'm not going to know everything, then I can ask people. Um, and as well, Sense About Science is really good if you go through the Ask for Evidence campaign website. They have guidelines about what to actually do um, and how to go about making, you know, um, making a request to look into a claim. And I'm sure that they would be really happy to be able to help you with that as well. So thanks for tuning in and um, I hope that you all enjoyed it. Um, As always, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out. Like I said, either through the blog or Instagram, those are probably the best ways to reach out to me. Um, I think that on Anchor, where I'm recording the podcast, you can maybe leave comments or send messages in there, but I'm not sure how many people are listening through Anchor because I think it's easier to do it through Spotify. Um, But yes, definitely get in touch if there's anything that you want to ask. Thank you and see you next time.